Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Welcome again to the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Dr. Squatch Soaps. Stop buying crap soap and get manly, all-natural soaps to help you feel and smell better with scents like pine tar, nautical sage, drunken pumpkin, grapefruit IPA, cold brew cleanse, and bay rum. They also have hair care and cologne and toothpaste products. Use the promo code SKS20. At checkout, to get 20% off of orders of $20 or more, that's using the promo code SKS20 at checkout to get 20% off orders of $20 or more. My name is Ryan Skullrude, and uh, it has been quite the day for fantasy footballers. Um, Some not-so-great news, uh, especially if you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, Some good news-ish, I guess, if you are a... um, if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, because you no longer have to deal with Dan Quinn and and, and Thomas Dimitrov, but um, yeah, just a, a lot of things going on in the league. So tonight we're going to go over our uh, Kings and Stings for Week Five. Uh, we still have two games to go. The uh, uh, New England and Denver game was moved to next Sunday, so they will not be a Monday night doubleheader. There will be a Monday night game. And a Tuesday night game, hopefully still, we're going to be playing that Tuesday night game between uh, Buffalo and Tennessee. So um, that is it, I believe, for the announcements. So why don't we go ahead and hop right into today's headlines. Today's headlines. All right, today's headlines are brought to you by the Sleeper app, one of the best apps you can use for fantasy football notifications to set up your leagues. Whatever you need, uh, Sleeper app has it. All right, uh, starting off number one, Dak Prescott. Uh, done for the season, obviously. Um, for those of you who were watching the game, you know what I mean. It was That was a gruesome injury. Um what it what they finally ended up saying it was a compound fracture, so it it bone broke through, um, and a dislocated ankle. Um, I mean, if you want a picture of this, if you don't want to know what the picture was like, don't listen to the next t- fifteen twenty seconds. <laughs> uh, but basically, um, as he was getting tackled, a uh, guy came down, kind of pulled him pulled him down from behind, landed on his ankle. And when he originally pulled his, when he originally pulled up his foot, it looked like his shoe was just coming off. And then I realized, no, that was his ankle broken, and his foot was pointing the wrong way. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he did have successful surgery from what we have seen, and uh, from what we heard, um, 
uh, on the news tonight during Sunday Night Football. They said that he the success this surgery was successful, um, but he has a he has a long way to go um, to get back to one hundred percent. So um, even if you are not a Cowboys fan, that's an injury that you just never want to see. And you know, I I can't stand people who celebrate injuries like this. This is this is gross. Um, just seeing seeing those kind of injuries. So, um, even as a as a as a fan of a of a competitive team against the Cowboys, I never want to see those kind of injuries. That's those are horrific, and I hope I hope that he is able to get back, um, and be ready for next year at a hundred percent. Story number two, uh, Atlanta um, did not waste time firing today, firing Dan Quinn and general manager uh, Thomas Dimitrov. It'll be interesting to see how kind of what what their options are moving forward uh, with this. So uh, definitely interesting to see where where this goes and what um, what steps this team takes moving forward. So um, so, yeah. Uh, story number three, Michael Thomas. Now, I, for those of you who are in um, our Facebook groups, uh, if you're not in our Facebook group, please go to Skull King or go to um, Facebook.com, look up Skull King Football or Skull King Fantasy. You will find we've got a couple of a couple of Facebook pages, a couple of a couple of groups. But um, in the group, um, you know, people were asking this morning during my live stream before the game started about start sits. You know, do I trust Michael Thomas? I go, I think that Michael Thomas should be fine to play. He made three practices in a row. As far as we can tell, he's going to be good to go for uh, Monday night. I even moved him up in my rankings because I had him down in like the 40s just because of the uncertainty. I moved him up to like wide receiver like 15 to 20, somewhere in there. And then after the first game start, when my rankings have locked, we find out that the Saints are ruling out Michael Thomas for Monday night's game. Thinking, okay, maybe the, you know, that's kind of odd that the ankle injury is, is you know, I seemed like the ankle injury was doing fine if you've made three straight practices. Turns out he got into a fight at practice, and they, basically the teams were benching him for a game. So it's a, a self-induced suspension, basically. So because he got in a fight with a teammate, he is not going to play in Monday night's game. So I hope those of you who were between someone from Monday night and Tuesday night, I hope that Tuesday night game plays for you at this point. So... A uh, couple other things. Uh, kind of a cool day and not so cool day for Alex Smith. Alex Smith um, was able to get into the game today after Kyle Allen took a, a wicked shot. Um, Alex Smith had a rough game, but you know I, I'm sure he'll take it after you know it's being his first week back in what was it uh, 694 days since he last took a snap. So um, two years. Almost, you know, getting close to two years to the day. Um, maybe off by only a couple weeks. So the fact that he was he was there to, um, you know, to, to be able to get back in there. He did take six sacks today, uh, which was unfortunate. But again, you know, the, the offensive line was, was struggling. So, so um, congratulations to Alex Smith for getting back out there. 
uh, hopefully we're able to see you uh, to see you get it going a little bit this year. Uh, last couple things, Dalvin Cook uh, is getting an MRI Monday morning for his groin injury that he suffered on the first play. Looked like he tried to kind of stutter step, drug his foot um, a little bit on the first play in the third quarter, and uh, in the process ended up pulling his groin, like grabbed grabbed right away, walked basically walked out of bounds, and then straight up the tunnel. So he, uh, I think he came in for one more play a couple series later and then went right back out, and that was it. So he is getting an MRI on his groin. Uh, Baker Mayfield is getting an x-ray for a rib injury suffered in the uh, uh, game today against against the Colts. And last but not least, Jason Lockenford getting back to the uh, the Washington football team. Lockenfora says expect Dwayne Haskins to be traded. Um, I mean, let me see if I can actually pull up the actual the actual tweet that this was that this was brought in from. So let me go to the tweet. Um, it's actually from Roto World, so I'm pulling that up right now. Um, Jason Lockenfora reports that Washington quarterback Dwayne Haskins is likely to be traded before the October 29th NFL trade deadline. Haskins, who was demoted from starter to third stringer this week, won't attend Sunday's game against the Rams because he reportedly sick with non-COVID illness. The demotion came after consistent struggles through the season's first four games. There have been off-the-field issues, too. Haskins supposedly bragging about throwing for 300 yards in the week four loss to the Ravens irritated players and coaches. The situation between the quarterback and Rivera's staff is already fairly toxic, and multiple sources within the organization believe a trade by the end of the month is the most likely outcome, Lock and Fora reported. Uh, it's difficult to imagine a scenario in which Washington gets much in trading away Haskins. Kyle Allen and Alex Smith should be rostered in all super flex formats. So, looks like Haskins is probably gone at this point. Um, so, yeah, we'll just kind of see where, where that plays out from here on. So, All right, let's move on to our Kings and Stings section of this podcast. And actually, I got rid of the sheet of paper that I didn't need to get rid of. Um. I am going to get a, a bit title for this one, like one of those, you know, like we have for, you know, our today's headlines and all that. We will get those going here soon. Just been a little crazy with this year and COVID and everything. And All right. So to start it off with our quarterbacks, uh, again, these uh, when we go through our Kings, these are the top three fantasy scores based on half point PPR and four point passing touchdowns. Um, and our stings are not the, they are the highest ranked player that had an absolutely horrible game or a highest rostered player that had an absolutely horrible game. So that's kind of how we do this. So just because, a you know, a guy was picked up on waivers, it was maybe owned in like 60% of leagues. It scores a zero. That's not as much of a sting as a guy that's rostered in, say, 98% of leagues that scores a five, five points. So that's kind of how that's kind of how we play this. So, all right, starting off with the quarterbacks, QB number one, back to the top, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, 30.7 points today, 
uh, in the loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. 340 pass yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 21 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown as well as a two-point conversion. So a big game out of Mahomes this week. Number two, Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, Fitzpatrick put up 27.6 points against the the once vaunted, now down to you know pulling guys off the street San Francisco defense. Um, 350 yards, three touchdowns, and 16 yards rushing. And QB King number three is Kyler Murray. 380 pass yards, one touchdown. One interception and 31 yards on the ground with another touchdown. Um, he is the most productive runner right now in terms of the Arizona uh, Arizona um, offense. So, kind of scary. Moving on to the Kings, our running back Kings. Um, Mr. Mike Davis is number one going up against that god-awful Atlanta defense. 25.4 points in half-point PPR. He had 89 rush yards and nine catches for 60 yards and a touchdown, so big day for him. Number two, I had mentioned this today in my live stream. Because of the matchup against Carolina, they're very good against quarterbacks and very good against wide receivers. This I meant said this could be a Todd Gurley day in that offense. Well, what do you know? Todd Gurley, uh, running back number two today, 23 points, 121 yards, one touchdown, four catches for 29 yards as well. So big day out of Todd Gurley. And finally, Mr. Zeke Elliott, uh, number three, also had 23 points even, uh, 91 rush yards with uh, two touchdowns, one catch for 14 yards. So there is our running backs. Moving on to the wide receiver Kings, Mr. Clayson. Chase Claypool, he is likely to be the top waiver wire ad this week. I mean, people are going to be chasing points from him just like they were last week from Robert Tanyan, even though he was going on a bye. Uh, Chase Claypool, seven catches. I believe it was seven catches on 11 targets. Let me see if I can actually pull that up real quick. Uh, it was... Seven catches on 11 targets, plus three rush attempts for six yards. Uh, had four total touchdowns uh, and a combined 116 yards. So a huge, huge day out of Chase Claypool. And it looks like he may, I mean, Deontay Johnson just can't seem to stay healthy. If Chase Claypool can keep this up, he's going to pass up everyone. And if, you know, Honestly, I think this is great for Juju. Because if if Claypool can put up these kind of numbers and you know go back and forth, you know I think that would provide a little more help for Juju to not be you know covered quite as much and be able to you know maybe put up some decent points, maybe. Um, next up, uh, number two, Travis Fulgham, three percent rostered. Top three wide receivers were rostered in less than 44% of leagues on Yahoo. Uh, Travis Fulgham, 10 catches on 13 targets, 152 yards and a touchdown. Um, it's time to start looking at, I think that Fulgham, I think Greg Ward, what did he do? He had an okay game today, if I remember right. Maybe not. 
I remember he was at least targeted pretty pretty often. Uh, let me see. I don't see him there. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it was all Fulgham today. Must have all been full. Yep, Greg Ward. Five targets, four receptions for 26 yards and a touchdown. So not a terrible day from Greg Ward, considering that, you know, not that's not normally expected of him. So, so because of that, Fulgham is a guy that I'm looking at, too. Uh, based off of just kind of the last couple games, I mean, last week against San Francisco was only three targets, two receptions. Um, and next week they've got Baltimore, not the best matchup. So, uh, some he's a guy to watch, but I'm not going to spend all my fab on him or not worry about it if I don't get him on, on waivers this week. So, uh, number three wide receiver is a guy that I didn't think he was going to put up these kind of numbers. I mean, Jacksonville, uh, 10th fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver position and he goes eight for 161 in a touchdown. So... Every once in a while, Brandon Cooks can put up those kind of numbers. Uh, all right, moving on to tight ends. Uh, number one, really, it was this one was a uh, you know our top three tight ends. This is what it was. Uh, Kelsey eight for one hundred eight and one, making twenty point eight points. Um, Andrews number two six for fifty six and a touchdown for fourteen point six points, and Darren Waller five for forty eight and a touchdown. All right, let's get into our stings. Uh, quarterback sting number one. Um, you know, we talked about this loss earlier. It's Matt Ryan. 95% uh, rostered. And he puts up 7.94 points. 226 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. It was going to be a little bit of a rough... Um, a little bit of a rough uh, matchup anyways, just because of, you know, everything going on with, with Carolina's defense. And I still had him ranked way too high. Uh, I should have moved him down more just knowing that it was going to be a little little uh, crazy. But, um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what changes, if there are any changes. It does not help that Julio has been out for so long. So, uh, moving on, running back Sting. Uh, for me, my running back sting that I saw was the biggest thing simply because of where he's I mean, he's rostered in uh, just under 90% of leagues, I think. Uh, Mr. Uh, James Robinson uh, had 70 total yards and five receptions. He got 70 point. Wait, 70.5 points because he also had a lost fumble. So just a uh, a not great day from him, from a guy who was the running back six going into this week. So, I mean, obviously obviously that's going to hurt a little bit. So um, Other semi-notables that may be considered stings this week, uh, Mark Ingram, roster 94% of leagues, only 5.7 points. No touchdowns, so he only got 57 yards. So... So yeah, so there's our running back stings, our wide receiver stings. We got two of them this week, and unfortunately, one of my boys is uh, on the list for the second week in a row, and that's Mr. Tyler Lockett. Six point four points, four catches for forty-four yards. Um, when they're getting into the red zone, they're look. Uh, Wilson is looking for DK Metcalf, or 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 Olson. 
Um, I think that Lockett is going to be getting a lot more of his work and a lot more of his points, um, a lot more of his targets between the twenties and on deep shots. That's where I think a lot of his a lot of his points are going to come. So Lockett is much more. I saw. I mean, I saw some articles on this in the beginning of the year. Uh, Lockett is much more of a. Um, Oh, what do they call uh, best ball? Much more of a best ball type of guy because he is going to have these games where he just doesn't have the explosive game. And then he'll go off for three touchdowns and 100 some odd yards. Or he'll go for three catches for, you know, 89 yards and a touchdown. Or it'll be like 15 targets, 11 catches for 130 yards. So. It's going to be all over the map with him. So that's something you got to kind of be used to. So, again, I, I think Tyler Lockett, um, you have to play him because of the explosiveness and the possibility of what could happen. You just have to be willing to live with the fact that he's going to have stinkers like this. And my number two, my number two stinker for today uh, in terms of the wide receivers is uh, is Odell. Uh, and Odell had 8.92 points, but you expect Odell Beckham Jr. to be getting 13 to 14 points. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to change that. It's Amari Cooper. In a game against the New York Giants where the they scored 37 points for the Cowboys and he gets 3.1 points. That's I think that's the way I'm going with that one. So, um, Rough game for him. Kind of a, a runner-up. Another one, Terry McLaurin, 4.1 points. Um, it just it. I mean, seven targets, only three catches. It was just a, it was a rough game for him. Um, I don't think he has the the rapport with with Alex Smith yet, so that's gonna have to be worked on. And so, yeah, I think I think that's it as far as wide receivers. Finally, moving on to tight ends. Tight end stings. And our number one sting is is Zach Ertz. I mean, he's he's struggling a bit. Um, rostered in ninety eight percent of leagues, six targets, one catch, six yards, one point one points. That's all you're getting in half point PPR from him. So rough. I think a lot of teams are focusing on Zach Ertz. I think once Dallas Goddard comes back, that'll help. Goddard was actually getting out target was getting more targets than than Zach Ertz. So. Um, that's again something to watch there. Uh, and our other sting, Tyler Higby, in a game that was just ready for him to have a great game. Washington gives up the fifth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position, and he comes down two targets, two catches, twelve yards. I warned people at the beginning of this year that Tyler Higby is not likely to put up the same kind of numbers he did last year. You know what's happening for Tyler Higby? Gerald Everett's healthy. Gerald Everett had four targets, two more targets than Tyler Higby. Had two catches or four catches for 90 yards. He led the team in receiving yards today. Gerald Everett is a thing. And he is going to keep taking away production from Tyler Higby. Now, 
Tyler Higby may have another big game again. You know, 80 yards and a touchdown, 80 yards and a couple of touchdowns. But Gerald, it's not going to be consistent because Gerald Everett is healthy and Gerald Everett is there. So, so yeah, there's that. All right, so we're going to do a quick Monday night preview. Um, Chargers versus the Saints. And for me, I I mean, I've got Justin Herbert in one league um, starting. I've got Drew Brees in two leagues, one in a super flex and one in a single QB league. Both of them have both of them have plus matchups. Saints giving up the seventh most amount of fantasy points to QBs. Uh, the Chargers giving up the fourth most. So running backs may struggle a little bit. Uh, Saints, you know, uh, do pretty good against the run. The Chargers are even better. Chargers are the sixth best team in terms of not giving up fantasy points to the running back position. So I actually bumped, I actually bumped uh, uh, Alvin Kamara down a little bit in my rankings from number one to like number four. I think is all I just uh, no I I bumped him down to number two so so uh, so yeah all right um wide receivers I still think even the Saints playing pretty well against wide receivers in terms of not giving up the fantasy points I still think that Keenan Allen is a must play because he's going to get the most amount of targets from um from Justin Herbert. Mike Williams is disappearing in this offense. I mean, I understand he's been he's been banged up. And he made I don't I'm not sure if he's actually going to be healthy for this game or not. But he is kind of disappearing. He's not being used in this offense. Um it's very much been uh Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. Speaking of Hunter Henry, the Saints give up the second most amount of fantasy points to tight ends. So Hunter Henry could be in for a decent game tomorrow night. Uh, as far as the Saints go, again, Breeze should be in for a good game. Kamara and and Latavius Murray. Kamara's still going to get his points because, especially with with Mike Thomas out for another game, uh, Drew Brees is going to be is going to be uh, dumping off a lot of passes to him. So, um, the wide receivers, Traquan and um. And Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, uh, the the Chargers are middle of the road, plus they've got some injuries. So I could see them putting up some decent points in this game. And as far as the tight ends go, I mean, who it's Josh Hill and, and Troutman, I think, are their tight ends. I Because with Cook being out, so I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in the tight ends in, in, this, uh, in this game. So, all right, that is it for me. Tomorrow night, since the, the Buffalo and Tennessee game is Tuesday. I will cover that tomorrow night in my waiver wire show. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. We will uh, be back tomorrow with another episode. Uh, I hope you guys get again. I hope you guys get the points that you need in order to win your matchups for this week five. Uh, again, my name is Ryan Skullward. This has been the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.